don't know why the fuck we were going out that late, yeah. but it, so it was dark, and we we're that starting seems like ride. the beginning of a bad movie. It does, and it was four white girls or five white girls, so you <laughs> knew that things were gonna get. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh my fucking god! You are? Are you okay? Oh my god, Aaron! Aaron. Welcome to Low Stockholm. Why does she look like Queen Amidala right now? It's not a look. Hello, everyone. I'm Queen Amidala. Is that, is that your Natalie Portman voice? Hi. No. <laughs> no. Do your no. What's your What do you do? The one you did when you were smashing the bananas. That was like the best fucking impression ever. Oh my god. Uh, what? What's Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. I. Everyone has like. I feel like every annoying comedian and actor has an impersonation of both Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Jennifer Coolidge. But your Jennifer Coolidge is actually really good. Thank you. I, I mean, really I just heard it. her voice like, the gays. <laughs> the gays are trying the to gays. get me. They're trying to come and get me to smash a banana. <laughs> oh, I love it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, no, that, that was a weird, weird transition. Okay. And, oh, yeah. Welcome to Low Stockholm. Stockholm. Today we're going to talk about something. Wait. What? Wait, I want to... This is totally random. What? I don't know if this rant is going to be good. Oh, like, okay, rant. I, I dis- I felt something today. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did someone no. touch you? <laughs> was it consensual? Yeah, no, <laughs> it was not consensual. It was at Joe and the Juice. No, it was at Joe. And the- Remember anyway. they used to have hot people at Joe and the Juice. Now they no, just no, hire they anybody. were no, no, they were back today. Oh, are they back? Oh, hot yeah. people? No, no. Freedom's flown. Like I went there and there's like super tattoos. I don't know. Like, I have to guy. say, like when I first moved here ten years ago, uh, <laughs> I lived in Denmark first, and that's where Joe and the Juice is from. Oh, and I was just like, how do they manage to hire like all the like fucking <laughs> hot twinks of Denmark to work here? And they were like so good looking, but it was only men because yeah, it's Joe yeah, and the Juice, and yeah. I think they got sued. Uh, in Sweden or something where they're like you can't just hire men like because you would Sweden you fucking would right so they just ruined shit. it and yeah. now it's just like not only can they like not tell people they have to be hot to work there but they have to hire every gender so now it just looks like any other place I mean I would totally support like a Joanne and the Juice where they're like super hot <laughs> girls hell yeah of like every shape and size as well like, you know what I've always wanted to open a female version of Hooters because like you know Hooters the classic uh wing joint uh yeah. with the girls with the tight uh wait do you mean like a male version of Hooters yeah yeah but for women like but I was gonna call it dicks and <gasps> we and we sell sausages and then all the guys either have to wear like <sighs> tiny like speedo trunks or gray sweatpants <sighs> how about would that be request, no shirt I want to request a waiter with jeans 
No, but you can't see the bulging jeans. They're sure, like... you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll allow jeans. Uh, that was some country western shit. No, but like jeggings, those. male <laughs> jeggings. <laughs> I just want to make sure nothing is like <laughs> left to the imagination. I want to see very clearly what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what is too much imagination is a kilt that literally just no blocks at all that's that to me that's too much there's there's too much of like a olfactory sensory part happening like i don't want to get like a whiff of what's happening down there after your 12-hour shift at dicks right like i just want to see i don't want to smell have you ever been have you ever heard of this place called the tilted kilt i've heard of it but i have girl so i love that the last time i was in colorado i was like Leo, that that looks like an Irish pub. Let's go in. It was there. not like, an Irish pub. I did pub. not understand because, th- like, Hooters is one thing, mm. you know, because they're like just like it's somehow like cute, family friendly. It's okay. It sounds very weird to say so, but Hooters <laughs> is a family friendly, <laughs> breast forward establishment that has a over- restaurant. <laughs> as you would say. <laughs> a restaurant you're so punny Thank but like you. and they actually do have good wings overpriced yeah they're good yeah, yeah you know but so we went in there and tilted kilt it is it is a tilted kilt on the girls because they're wearing bras and like the shortest skirts that you can imagine it was just it, it was because for some reason Hooters feels like family friendly fun, but the tilted kilt just felt really, really creepy. Yeah, it was like dark, dingy, mm. and like those waitresses were like covering themselves. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, it was really weird. I don't uh, like because that. then it was me and my husband who were like, you know, the only young couple there. <laughs> just all everyone creepy. else, yeah, everyone else, and like it looked like we were like a twosome looking for, for a three. three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when's and, uh, your shift ending, yeah, honey? Yeah, and I love how like I tried to be like. Um, Respectfully, just, can respectfully I just order some fries? Some wings? <laughs> I am looking at your tits, but I fully see you as a human being, oh and I'm not reducing you to I them. I could not help looking everywhere. It was okay. when you see a pair of tits, you gotta look. You can't help it. This was a fun rant. What I was gonna say <laughs> is that um, I realized today. Oh, I realized today that I miss banana bread. <laughs> That was your realization? <laughs> Just fucking make some banana bread. No, no. Okay, look. Why is there so much carrot cake in this country? Every fucking coffee shop that's has carrot, carrot cake. cake. And it's really often not good carrot cake either. You know, and that's what I was going to tell you is that I had Joe and the Juice's carrot cake. Today. Was, was, was <laughs> Joe's carrot nice and juicy? Seven Did you out enjoy of it? ten, no. baby. Oh, seven only, out se- of, only seven out of ten. It's better than the four out of ten I'd give to fucking, it's, I almost said espresso. Espresso house. I say espresso. Fucking suit me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I say know, library, like- crayon, espresso. <laughs> She knows all of her isms. They're like, <laughs> but but you know what I mean? And I started to get like enraged in my heart. Like I was like, I just put up with this here. Like that, that there's all this day after bad. day. I just take it. <laughs> I love that. You know, we we dropped last week this therapy episode, which clearly <laughs> talked about our traumas and struggles. But the one that Catherine lives with every day that truly enrages her is the lack of banana bread. <sighs> It's something that bothers me. It's, it's so something to- I can't. It's, so hard. it's like a toxic environment. You know what I mean? I don't like. But, but I have a bomb. Speaking of that, though, I have a bomb banana bread recipe from I, yeah the okay. wood 
woods.com they have a the chef she has a cookbook oh uh, and there's a really excellent banana. i would take pictures of it, i'll send it to you i have been like i'm not a very good baker it really takes I, literally no skill okay, i'm not a huge okay, baker good. either i don't it's not my favorite thing yeah all you need is like black bananas five of yeah, them yeah right they need to be like bananas, basically yeah. mold is about to grow in them like Ooh. but it's good though because then they'll be really sweet <laughs> yeah, yeah, inside yeah, yeah. but i'll send it to you because, but do you know what i mean like there i it reminded me of like having different kinds of coffee experiences and mm-hmm. that i knew that when i was walking up somewhere that i wasn't going to be able to get like anything different like mm. because every place here is basically the same yeah they tend to have like the same like i don't the thing i don't like is like the sheer number of dry buns. <laughs> Why are so many of the buns dry? Like they look good. It feels wrong. Like that feels like also something that Swedes would never accept is a dry but, bun. But clearly but they there. do because yeah. most chain places sell these dry buns. You come for Presperone if you want, but their fucking cinnamon buns are always moist. They're always juicy. They may be cheap, but she delivers. That's all I have to say about that. She's cheap, but she delivers. I don't need expensive and dry. That's... I want cheap and wet. (laughs) (laughs) And moist. That's the name of this episode. Cheap Cheap and and moist. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. Also cheap and moist. Also fine. (laughs) This has nothing to do with the topic that we're going to talk about, though. No. But I guess on your way to work... No. Okay. What I was just going to say, though, this past week, I've been fucking sick. Yeah. And it really makes you think about a lot of the things that we actually like about this country. And we have talked about this before. And that's sort of the work-life balance. And I think it's one of the things that's the biggest difference from the U.S. to here. And it's something that when I've talked about it with people living back home at various, like, times in my life for different reasons, they're always like, what? Like, how? And I feel like we should discuss that. Because it's like, it was a struggle to get used to Mm -hmm. moving here. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, okay. So work life and I am a freelancer. Mm. So this is especially weird because I do realize now after having done it for like five years that there is still a schedule that you follow on everyone else's nine to five Mm. and then you have to get a lot of work done in those hours and be available in those hours but if you do lots of other things like stand up then you're also yeah Mm. like you're functioning in and out of it but so the thing that I hated at first when I moved here Mm. was that they're there's summer breaks like they actually take the summer off and dude this is not for anyone who's not from this country or living here this is not like a oh i'm taking a couple days off no the entire country shuts down Down. for the month of july yeah it starts getting reduced yeah reduced reduces in june completely (laughs) shut down like you can't do shit in july you you better have everything filed like into may yeah and then Halfway through August, you can sort of, like, expect people to be around again. Yeah, and I feel like people are, like, <laughs> crawling back in August. Like, it's January and August are, like, when people are kind of, like, crawling back. But January's been fucking nuts. No, but January, people are on it. They're, like, New yeah, Year, yeah, okay, I'm, like, getting yeah. shit done. But August, it's, like, oh, I've been off for five weeks. And I'm, like... <laughs> Do, what still, is it's work? Still hot outside. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Most people like don't take off that that much for Christmas. Maybe like two, three weeks. But yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Five weeks in the summer, it's a different thing. But 
It also annoyed me when I first came here. Right? Because I was like, first of all, why is nothing fucking open? Why is nothing open? Like, for real. <laughs> like, nothing open. And, like, also weird hours, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, okay, so you have the complete shutdown, which that's annoying. But also during the rest of the year, I had a hard time when I would go to a shop and it was like, we're only open from three to four on Mondays and <laughs> two to seven on Wednesdays every second month. And then I was like, does anyone in this? And this was the bank. It's like, does anyone in this country want to fucking make money? Like, I, I have money. I want to have this thing. And no one can help me because no one is open. Okay. Every American that I've ever spoken to has uttered those words here. Every Does anyone want to make money in this country? And people used to like, see me. They're like, they're like, why are you so concerned about making money? I was like, says someone who's never had to worry about fucking money. God that like, right. honestly, the only people who would fix that to say that out of their mouth are people who haven't had to worry about it. And I think when you come from most middle to like lower financial background mm-hmm. families in the U.S., it's a struggle. We're about the hustle. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know that any month it can all fall away. You know, one of you can get sick and you're kicked out of your house. Or like, there's no idea that the world is fair for most people, that the world is fair, that anyone has your back. Like, it's this feeling of unstableness that we just sort of grow up with that you expect. You don't really think about it because you're just like, it's the way it is. Yeah. But then you come here and people are like, things are fair. I have a safety net. Yeah. Money is not Always. my only goal. Like mm-hmm. life fulfillment. I was like, that's so nice that you can think about life fulfillment. I'm trying to think about how the fuck I'm going to pay my rent. Oh my God. <laughs> like I, yeah, exactly. Like, but that's the thing is that I also feel really lucky to be a freelancer here because I'm in a rent control department. Mm-hmm. I have a safety net mm-hmm. and it's still really, really hard, but I could never you couldn't, do this you, like, in you America. You couldn't do it. You were doing no. like five, five, five gig jobs, like delivering food, driving your Uber, doing a stand-up, probably working a second job at like a restaurant or something, yep. and you still probably would have three roommates. Yeah. No, 100%. And I, every time I think about moving back to America, I usually just start adding up the costs, and I stop at the first like three things. I'm like, rent car, car. <laughs> health car insurance. insurance health insurance gas like and then i'm just like you know what i've already burned through like what it would cost to live for like two months i mean i saw Sweden. something the other day that said like we have just in the u.s surpassed where 50 percent of uh <sighs> renters can't afford like their rent alone or something saw, across the yeah, u.s it was like well. a headline like that and it was <sighs> just like it's been that way for a long time in the u.s that like most people making the minimum wage, which in California is has been uh, like risen or mm-hmm. what is the word, whatever, to like twenty dollars an hour or something like that. But most people still cannot afford to have like a one bedroom apartment by themselves. Like it's yeah. just so expensive. And like one of the things I thought about when I was talking about talking about uh, the benefits we have here versus the U.S. is like when I was on maternity leave. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because it's like, Preach. OK, I also live in a rent control department here. And before the one we're in now, which was more expensive, we lived in like a very, very cheap old rent control department. Oh, yeah. I like and, that. Yeah. Place, and Bogger Mountain. It was dope and it was super cheap. I mean, we paid the equivalent for a two bedroom, two bath apartment of like I think the total rent was like $650. Did you swap those babies? No, because no, it was someone no. else's apartment. We didn't oh, have the, the yeah. we were oh, subletting. Okay, yeah, so that's yeah, why yeah. we had to move. And so now we are paying about the equivalent of like 
1300 a month, which is still really good for like a two-bedroom apartment, like a nice apartment, right? Yes, definitely. I mean, especially compared to LA. But uh, what I was going to say was like when I was on maternity leave, I was off for 10 months, full, almost full pay from my salary. And then my husband was off for four months. And I mean, here, when I sent, we sent our daughter to preschool, she was uh, a year People were like, wow, you're going back so early. Like, that must be tough. Like, do you really want to do that? I was like, what? What are you I was, talking about? I was about? like, compared to America, where, like, you send your, like, newborn baby, basically. You, like, pump, yeah. and you're like, here's my three-week-old. Take care of her. I'll see her yeah. in eight hours. Like, I was like, I've been, I'm bored. I would like to go back to work. I'm, she needs to meet other children. Like, oh, I, yeah. But it was just, like, a dream. And, like, I have friends, so many friends, so well-educated, such good jobs. Like, doctors, lawyers, da 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 they're back at work after three oh, yeah. months. No, no, no. And I, they're yeah. like considered having had really good benefits. And it's like some of the tech companies are doing a little bit more now where they like don't shorten leave. But it's like we I, do not have federal, federally mandated maternity leave or paternity leave. Like no job even has to give you that shit. I, I love hearing about my friends' deals because they like, they, they post about it online mm-hmm. sometimes. And like I had a girlfriend who was like, I get an amazing eight weeks off. <laughs> Your vagina like, is not even healed in eight I weeks. I know, I know, but the baby as well. Like, I that's one thing that that drives me crazy is that for some reason, like America, you know, we're living in this like peasant situation. Oh, you must! I have to go back to work immediately and like take my baby, and it just feels in, insane. It also doesn't feel good as like when I reached the point where I was like at three months, and yeah. I thought about okay, if I was in the U.S. now, I would have to take. Augustine too I was just like it almost made me want to cry I was like I'm so grateful that I get to continue to spend time with her and like and also that I was my husband does because so many dads don't get to participate in those early like first year early months Mm -hmm. as like a full-time parent like it's completely different when the mom goes and the dad is just with the kid yeah like it changes the relationship and and I'm sad that it's been for so long that men were like oh no you don't want to do this this is i mean it's like most dads enjoy it They're, they want to get yeah. to know their kid too and i'm just yeah. i'm just glad i live in a country that that kind of stuff is prioritized like the, the here the dads have like three months of time that's like their own that is not the mom can't take so it's sort of like mandatory that mm-hmm. you take it to encourage men to go off because if the man makes more money or like he gets pressure from his job like maybe they wouldn't take it but here they made it so like you can't go around that like you should take your time it's expected Mm -hmm. of you right and i think and that was an important thing that they did here because they didn't always have that and then the Mm. fathers wouldn't take off the time because it was it cost the family often more money for the father to be off on a reduced salary versus the wife Ooh. so i mean a lot of men wouldn't and then they would be like okay are you even committed to this job if you're going to go play with babies or whatever but then they changed that i think the yeah, 70s yeah. or something this is what we should when be i doing. first moved here i was like why are there so many mannies about why are these gay men <gasps> taking care know, of all these children and people are like that's Those their the father <laughs> i was like whoa i had never seen I... so many men with like small children at like parks and pushing strollers i was just like wow there's a whole class of male nannies here that are like, getting paid can i just say it like sploosh <laughs> I, I like 
hey men out there get a baby forget a puppy walk down the street with a baby and like in america and you will just get all all the pussy but i think like you said though like i think they do enjoy it like they do they they love their children but that's also not weird that the dads would love spending time with their children that's like this weird fucked up american narrative we have that's like the bumbling idiot dad who can't take care of the kids and it's like no he can change diapers he can do everything too no i swear to god like i i grew up i i would hear guys be like that's so gay (laughs) you know and i'd be like what it's so gay like, to love your, your child, child and care yeah, for them. and care for your family and your well, child i would like it's a little so bit more gay weird. in my family then uh, give yeah, me an extra uh, helping if that's me- what that means <laughs> give me all the gay <laughs> extra helping of gay but yeah so i i love that though and also that you can i've heard that you can save some of your parental leave you can until the kid is like 12 that's nice and you can like sprinkle Amazing. it out like yeah, you and sprinkle. you know use it during the summer because they're off for a long time and so you know not sometimes like which by the way i also have six weeks of vacation here which is just like unheard of my my dad probably took like you know a week total yeah a year, and he had a here. great job yeah he could have taken two weeks total but Ooh, you know he's not gonna, not 14 days yeah Aaron. i mean in a row you better be <laughs> fucking dying you like because you always think like if i take the time off yeah uh then they don't need me and they're gonna realize that they don't need me and then they're gonna fire me but you can't fire people at will at will here once you have like gone past your probation and you have like a permanent job i used to freak out about it like i would like every little thing i would get so stressed out about and like you know whenever you have your performance review and i'm like oh my god like if i don't like work super hard and like first of all my swedish colleagues were like chill out stop working so much because you're making us all look bad A, and you're stressing out the team, just like chill. And then two, like one of my best friends who was started off as my colleague, she literally said to me, she was like, you could go into the CEO's office and shit on his desk. And they would still have to start off with giving you a warning. (laughs) (laughs) They could not fire you direct. I was like, oh, that was like a revelation for so me. So she followed through yeah, with it. Yeah, so and I did that. <laughs> and now I'm homeless. No, uh, I did not do that. But it was just like a revelation because it's just like a, such a different way to re- to relating to your workplace. It's not this like constant fear that it's going to be taken away from you. And to also be able to take a long vacation and truly like recharge and come back to work with like good energy in that way. I really take like I'm really grateful for it because... The first time I took two weeks of vacation in mm-hmm. a row. Uh, I mean, even when I was in school, as soon as I got old enough in high school that I could work, I worked every summer. I worked every holiday break. Same in college. I never just like, I mean, when I was a little kid, of course, you went to summer camp, whatever. But like, uh, I took two weeks off and I could not relax the first. I had like panic attacks I know, the first week. I know. I was like, like seriously, I should be working. Like, uh, and, and like my Swedish friend was just like, chill out bro basically like yeah. why are you like so freaked out but i just like couldn't do it and then the second week i was like wait i'm actually relaxed whoa you're and you're allowed to be relaxed and but i i've been living here for over 10 years and i think like two years ago or like since the pandemic was the first time that i allowed myself mm. to feel chill because i at freelancing i'm also like you know i can't afford to take months mm. off i have to keep going so then when july would come around and everything shut you down you couldn't work and now i've just got it planned like there's always a month over that i'm like nope that's july's rent and it 
makes such a serious difference on my mental health, like big time. Like you really do need that as a person. Like it's this unhealthy culture that we come from that it's like you should always be hustling, always be working. You should never stop. And it's like, it's actually not, if you would just want to look at it as like raw effective numbers, you are less effective employee. You are Mm -hmm. less good at everything you do when you don't actually take time to rest and recharge. So if you just want to look at it from a capitalist point of view, <clears throat> the same way they started giving us free coffee at work because oh, they realized shit. that you right. fucking work more. It wasn't because they're being nice. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the same with vacation. Like you actually work better if you actually get time off. I, th- I also thought that Sweden was supposed to go down to the four day work week because of that, because you'll be more productive. But now they're trying to be like America. They're going backwards. They're dismantling the socialist this. system. And they're like, yeah, you know what? America said, let's fuck this up. And Sweden was like, we also want to follow that. Everything everything that Sweden is doing, like in terms of following our political, I'm like, stop. I'm so sad about it. Like literally we're, we're, we're in the, we're, we have hit Reaganomics basically in Sweden. They've dismantled so many of like the socialist systems. It's like, it's like Reaganomics with Clinton era. Like with the whole because it was everyone, but forgets. none, but none of the Clinton pizzazz. Say what you want about him, but he had swag. <laughs> the man played the fucking saxophone. He played on Saturday it. Night Live. Like, of course, we were gonna vote. I mean, for him. Like, I mean, uh, there's some question, lots of questionable things oh yeah, that we don't even have to go anymore. into it. But like at the himself. time, I was like, I will fuck you. Now, no, yeah, of now course. it's like, no, yeah, of course, go fuck himself. Uh, yeah, but when he was young, I was like, mm. no, a hundred percent. And I thought Hillary and they, I thought they were such a power couple. Yeah, but uh, it, everyone forgets though that it was the Democrat run office mm-hmm. that suggested that we do tough on crime yeah and that they we want to do three strikes you're out rules yeah that's what we're following but this is the Sweden thing is now. like we don't have to go into partisan politics but let's just all admit that anyone who is a politician as a career for their whole life they're taking it from both sides so like Oof. if you look at their voting things you look at the money, they're both fucking corrupt. And it's just which one, whose bedtime story do you want to listen to, you know, more? No, now I'm kind of all fucking lies. guessing everything. I feel like I should have gone into politics now that but you're talking is, about But this is the like problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more into a little, I'm more into fascism. I look really good in a u- uniform. Hey, so I think if we had to pick one, you know. I could take it, Commander. Yes. Ooh, Commander I like, Fierce. I like your salute. That was oh, yeah. very nice. nice. Um, mm. But anyway, yeah, I would say though, <laughs> ain't nobody can turn a a hugo boss uh, outfit like you oh oh my god this reminded me of another fucking rant i wanted to go on go on it go off because like look here's the thing is that i feel some serious like inequalities on our immigration here in sweden because as americans they treat us completely different than they treat everybody else it's different and what okay so like i had this incident the other day when i went into body shop yeah and i was like what costed and had hands cream and she was like what's that and i was like what costed at the finzing in price oh i'm sorry did you want to know the price you mm, know and they yeah. like just jump into english mm. and i feel like that's really fucking rude like mm. i'm like i'm speaking swedish mm. with you could you not hear me like did i speak incorrectly yeah oh no i i'm 
I just wanted to practice my English. And and I guess I, I'm to the point where I'm getting angry because I'm like, you're not allowing me to integrate. You're not mm. even a, even in a basic situation mm. where we're not using complicated words. Like no. these are not difficult things. Like I can kind of understand if I was having like a political discussion with someone. Yeah, yeah. It would like, you know. I mean, I just kind of like, I can just like push back like, hey, man, talk, man, you're going to be a protest. Give me a day. Yeah. 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 You know what I and mean? And then they're like, <sighs> it's like you know, treat me, treat me like I'm, you know, special needs. I don't care if I really want to talk, like I want to talk because it's also, but it's also, it's a double-edged sword because like when I want to speak English and I want to like go off in English, I know f- people fucking allow that and like they understand me. Like when I go to the doctor or something like that, I actually ask them if we can speak in English. Oh yeah. Even though I know the doctor is not comfortable. Speaking speaking about medical which medical speak is its own language yeah and you have to like learn that in your own like when i like when i went to medical school they're like you're gonna learn like a hundred thousand new words like it's a new language and the same in sweden so then they have to use those words but in english but they may not know them and so it's an uncomfortable experience for them but they accommodate me Mm. because like i feel like if it's something serious like my health i really would like to know in my own mother tongue and understand yeah and uh so it's both ways because it's like luckily we speak a language that everyone speaks Mm -hmm. imagine if you go in there and try to speak swedish and then they switch to english or whatever and like you don't you don't speak english Mm -hmm. or like you know what i mean like okay one of the most embarrassing swedish situations i've ever been in was when a girlfriend of mine who's a horse girl. Okay. She had a birthday. I thought you were going to say who's a whore. <laughs> but just, but just like, just like horse girl. Who's okay. a fucking whore. Yeah. yeah. Girl. And she, <laughs> she, she wanted to go horseback riding. Someone, yeah. someone planned a horseback riding thing with me and five other girls. Okay. And so we went out there. Can you ride? Yeah. That's so cool. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I, I've ridden a lot, but I still have never taken lessons and yeah. I would never trust myself to like yeah like teach someone else or something like that but yeah it's such i feel like such a colorado girl sometimes when i'm like yeah you know i've ridden a few horses like you know (laughs) but they (laughs) um so i i thought i was going to be comfortable but i've also learned how to ride western like western saddles like then there's english and english saddles and english riding and i don't know anything about that and i again like haven't been given lessons and i haven't saddled my own horse or things like that you know i've just gone and got gotten on, on a horse, horse. Yeah. yeah and uh so we go out there and this lady um she just is speaking swedish mm. right away she doesn't ask and i just i'm like good uh and i went through that thing where you're like wow this is a whole other language now like there's, mm. <laughs> there's a mm. whole bunch of words in here that i, I don't, don't know don't understand they're horse words <laughs> i don't know horse words and i love how at the time i was like okay i understood the word rope <laughs> Uh, horse and but i was watching i was paying attention i felt like everything was going well so we go out riding really late in the evening for some reason it was like 6 p.m so the sun had set and i don't know why the fuck we were going out that late but so it was dark and we're starting to ride beginning of a bad movie it does and it was four white girls or five white girls so you (laughs) knew that things were gonna get
responsible for this <laughs> at all. Yeah, I'm so glad it wasn't in public. Oh. So Erin Aaron has now left us. She's departed. She's in another world. I'm not dead, bitch. Oh, my God. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm so sorry. That's so funny. Oh, my God. That's like the world's most embarrassing situation to ever happen in public if a chair breaks while you're sitting on it because you're just automatically like, I'm not shallow hell. I'm not that fat. <gasps> I shallow hell. Okay, but don't go up. Like, finish your horse story. Finish your horse story. Okay. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm okay. That is, that's wild. That's like, crazy. You're literally light as a feather. I could carry you to safety in an important situation. So that's, that's, no. I am so sorry. I'm going to fuck that chair up later. I'm, I think we should. I think we should take it outside and burn it. <laughs> I, I, I am a little bit of a pyro. I love to light things on fire. Me too. It's so funny. I love fire. I should do it as a child. <laughs> but it scares me because I'm a cancer and I, I only like water. These are my crab hands. Well, I'm a fire sign, so I'm like, light that shit up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Horse so story. So there we are. You're out at night. Five innocent white women <laughs> riding, riding your horses. So there she is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there we are. And, uh, okay. And an inbred man jumps out. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been. It could have (laughs) been. And we like, I see, I think I'm last or second to last or something like that. And I see the girl in front of me. I see the outline of her because it's dark. Like I see the outline of her. It's like, and she bends down. And before, and I oh no, it's a branch. Yeah, it was a huge fucking branch, and and I literally like it was like slow motion, and I was like whoa, and and I'd been speaking Swedish fine this whole day, yeah. you know. But then, so I got, I fell off into a bush. Oh my god, it was so lucky. It was so lucky that I just had this like soft and not landing. like under a horse or hitting the no. Hard. Oh yeah. my god, so lucky, and it was there was like. Like boulders and rocks around oh as well so it was just really really lucky that i landed there and i panic though because i'm like ah, i fell off a horse fuck i'm so scared someone come and get me and then all this swedish lady does that's in charge yeah. because she's fucking swedish she rides over very slowly on and she's like oh do you not speak swedish <laughs> Not, how are you? Not, are you okay? Is everything all right? Like, she just heard me speaking English again for the first time. Or for, yeah. And so it was so embarrassing. And I still was like, I can't get back on this fucking horse. <laughs> like, you oh, know. No. And she, she was like, well... You can walk it. And I was like, oh, wait. No, du kan svenska, förlåt. And, and, and she was like, no, I can see you haven't understood today. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so fucking embarrassing. And I love how, like, in a moment of complete fright and terror, just, like, spoke a little English and then all trust was broken. Yeah, she was you like, know? no, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is why this happened to you because horrible. you're stupid. Not yes. because it's an and accident. I think it's also because it's I'm American. Yeah. Like, maybe if I was English, she might have even, like... Respected you yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. respected me more and then she probably also would have spoken in like a british english accent because i hear swedish people do that a lot yeah have, i mean like, it also depends like who who they learned uh english, english from because if some people have had british teachers and some have had yeah. americans yeah but you want to know my most embarrassing swedish language <sighs> story tell me okay this was the worst i was so i was like with a group of uh, colleagues uh you know who i was friends with and you know <sighs> 
they were speaking Swedish and I always said like, oh, you don't have to change over for me. Like, you know, if I don't understand, I'll say something. But they were like talking, going back and forth, bantering. And apparently one of them had made like a word joke and they all, everyone started laughing. And I just started laughing because that's what everyone else was doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then the person who said it looked at me and they're like, Aaron, did you understand that? And I, thankfully I didn't lie. And I was like, no he was like he's like yeah i didn't i didn't think you did and it was just so embarrassing everyone was just looking at me like you were just fake laughing along with all of them oh like, my you didn't God. understand and i was like i swear i'm smart they... i have two degrees <laughs> you're like so it's I, stupid. in fact i'm so socially educated that i know to laugh when everyone you know, else is laughing I just, you don't have to you have a part of a man oh my god though one time i was at a comedy club and i was like you know fake laughing my ass off at this guy and then and then one of my girlfriends was like did you enjoy that and i was like i actually didn't understand anything and she was like he made like five nazi and i was like really well and she was like catherine is not the catherine i thought she was yeah yeah I think uh, that's a thing, though, about integrating into the language is that I thought that when I understood the sentences and all the words that I would get it. But there, there's so much cultural shit wrapped up in what they're talking about. It's like celebrities, historical events, mm. like they people talk about like random murders mm. uh, of people just, like, here. I mean, it's like, such a small you know, country just, that like a lot of people just know shit. Yeah, but I think it's really important has been important for me like my my husband's like swedish education that he has given me where he's like shown me a lot of things like one of my favorite pieces is like this really good uh sort of comedy troops uh sort of diamond like skit <laughs> short film that they made called torsk potalen and it is genius and it's this dark comedy about men taking this ferry from sweden to uh Tallinn to get women and they are just like the most motley crew of like. I have got to see this. Catherine, shit. you have to watch it. And, you, and like, I'm, I'm shocked that Leo hasn't showed it to you because, like, seeing like very. And this was from the 90s. And it's like a formative, formative moment in comedy here. And like, everyone our age what? is like sort of shaped by it. If you say Torsk Pratalen, 99% of people our age who are Swedish will fucking know what you're talking about. Oh my God. And like, you can make jokes from there or like reference the character. And then you yeah. feel like you're like getting into the culture and i yeah. think it's only from like consuming those movies like watching some of those sketch comedy shows even watching documentaries about oh, yeah. like those like this comedy trip that made this movie there's a documentary about them right now on svt and you can watch like sort of how they became and like they explain like we didn't even think we'd become famous mm. it was like this random like collection of events that happened in swedish culture at this time that allowed oh. for us to come up you know yeah and it's like you learn those things i read on a lot of the forums that are on facebook like a lot of people talk about like integrating into swedish culture and like when i do get to know swedes on a personal level they are oftentimes like have such adventurous spirits and they've traveled the world and seen things and like okay we have to throw in a caveat here yeah like probably the swedish people that you meet in living your life are probably like this like i find that a lot of swedish friends that i have are like this but they tend to seek out areas where immigrants and like mixed couples and whatever will be yeah the like people who want to just like hardcore cali caviar blah 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 we're probably not going to cross paths Paths, yeah yeah they travel 
but are they traveling packing connected bread or are they traveling to like actually experience other cultures or they just want to be in the sun with everything else the same as at home. I feel like you also did like two humble brags there. You just did Kneke Brod and Kale's Caviar. <laughs> like, <you just laughs> Is that a humble like, brag? Does that count? I, I mean like in your Swedish cultural references. You can like, can. <laughs> no, but those are like weird fucking things. Like culturally, like to know what... Calais caviar is first of all. I will fuck up some connected bread though. I really like it, I've, and I do like connected bread with egg and caviar. I do. It's good. It's you like, it's grew good. to love Calais caviar. I only like it in have very, you, very specific <laughs> situations. You, then you must be really excited at the hotels that have Calais no. caviar on like the, a, it's the, on the, like a. I, one time I walked in and they'd had like a no. Crank. So no yeah. one. Oh yeah, no, we no, can no. squish it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like when they have the little. When they give you like oh, the, the little, little single servings, <laughs> but it has to be—it has to be on like. You're like putting those in your purse. <laughs> I am not that obsessed. Come on, no, but yeah, I mean, I—that's that, my little integration. And for one weird month in my life here, I actually did eat a lot of black licorice. I don't know what was going on in my body. What? I thought I was pregnant. I took three pregnancy tests, but like, just I've hated black licorice <laughs> my whole life, and then just for some reason, one month, I really wanted salty black licorice and i like couldn't get enough of it i was just like, eating it eat, and then after that month i never like did it i didn't want it anymore <laughs> she had like a, a quick binge no but um, i feel like there's there's something in it that i think maybe my body was like craving and then like i ate it and then i was fine i don't know it was it was fucking weird i like i, t- I literally took three pregnancy tests i was like this is not normal i i don't like it it's disgusting <laughs> it's, it's nasty so, so bitter and like it has such a strange aftertaste, it's, but I'm glad that you had that though. I'm, I'm glad that yeah, you didn't say like, <laughs> I bet you um, like Swedes like, oh yeah, no, I've done my share uh, d- I of did some it, licorice yeah. eating. But okay? it's weird though, because it's like the things that I hate are like, like there is no reason if I hadn't met Rasmus that I should ever fucking live in this country. Okay, let's go through them. I'm deadly allergic to uh, birch trees, which are all Everywhere. over yeah, all over this fucking fuck? country i had never been exposed to them before because we don't have those in la and then i developed like such bad allergies that i had to go through like immunotherapy to get rid of it so oh one God. two i am brown so the vitamin d issues is an issue it's right intense. the lack of sun i have to take so much vitamin d mm. i hate beets i hate liver i don't like mayonnaise and i don't like black licorice that's a lot of reasons Aaron. not to be in this fucking country but <laughs> <laughs> Swedish D, socialism, uh, sill, and uh, you know that in six weeks of vacation keep me here. Okay, so I was trying to Swedify myself the other day, and did you know that the most famous brand of sill is called ABBA? Yeah, you didn't know that. Did you just find that after ten years? You just yeah. figured that out. Listen, <laughs> you don't I'm get a gold star a for that. Bit. No, I don't want one. I, I just went to their website though because after a while, because I've seen the jar a million yeah, times, yeah. I just didn't acknowledge that it but was. But it's not ABBA. ABBA the band. I know, but I went to, <laughs> I went to their website to just to double, double check. check. <laughs> Benny, is that you? 
<laughs> because it seems like some Swedish shit. That, that would, would be kind down, of cool though like, if, if they, they actually had. And it says on their website, we, we are, are not, not associated <laughs> with <laughs> any <laughs> pop groups. They, they don't. They don't make it specific <laughs> that we're not associated with them. When did I wonder when they were founded? Because I wonder if they had no, their no, brand before. Way the before. Music. Way before eighteen okay. hundreds. And that's what's the hilarious part on the website. It's like we found our name before pop music was even invented. <laughs> But that's stupid because pop music is always whenever music is popular. That's dumb. Mozart so, was pop music. Yeah, damn. They were and like, that, y'all hear that new shit that Mosey just dropped? Drop that shit slap. Right? Like, <laughs> Can't wait to see those bustles clap into that shit. Did you hear that? They, uh. Sorry, what in my head? I was just like, drop it like it's Bach. Drop it like it's Bach. I Sorry. think this is my theory though is that like one midsummer okay so it was the pop group was not originally called ABBA no they were called baba <laughs> no I'm not. Oh. What, wait were they no no <laughs> i'm super gullible i believed is, you i was like this, really really and this is a theory i think that they were just starting up you know trying to figure out who they were they were spending midsummer together and they were having some some sill and they're like that's the same letters as our names we already have brand recognition we're we can do this and it sounds way better than baba (laughs) yeah i always hated baba that's some whack shit wait but you want to know you want to know something funny yeah before i moved to this country i legitimately thought abba was australian I, you know what? But you want to know why? Why? Because when I was growing up, there's a really good movie with Tony Collette called Muriel's Wedding. <gasps> I love that movie. And it's I love so Tony good. Collette. Me too. Yeah. And she's obsessed with ABBA in the movie. Yeah. And so I just assumed they were Australian. On well, that note, <laughs> this has been an interesting episode. We have gone, I don't know how you're going to edit this together, Catherine. This shit is so, we're all over the place. We were like, we're going to talk about Swedish work life culture for 10 minutes and then go off. <laughs> On a rant for like an hour after. If you're still listening. (laughs) If you're still listening. If you're still listening, I have some very exciting news. I am opening a comedy club. Uh, It's going to be called Blåskåpet Stand Up. And that's a very good Swedish cultural reference. Because what do you do in the Blåskåpet? You shit in it. Which is very strange. Skitty Blåskåpet. I know the background behind this. It's from a movie. What? Yeah. (laughs) It is. Here I was. I was like, let me teach you a thing. And you're like, no. Wait, what movie is it? It's like this movie from like the 70s or something. It's like that originated was like some, you know, they did all this like weird Swedish like film and like someone poops in a blue cabinet or something. And like then they took that from there as like a saying. Because I was always very confused why that's a saying. I was like, why is it blue? Why is the cabinet blue? Why do you have to poop in it? Like, but it just means that you really like shit the bed. I, okay. I looked it up and I thought that was like you used to keep your good china in the blue cupboard Mm. and so that if you took something too far that you shit on the good china we had to look this up before because i i've been told by swedes that it's from it's very specifically from a movie reference in the 70s oh my god and i also thought it meant to take it too far like i thought i didn't know i thought it meant you really fucked up Yeah, that another comedian said to me, like, why did you name the club Los Corpus? Because, like, doesn't that mean we're all going to bomb? Like, <laughs> and I was like, huh. 
maybe (laughs) okay but you started a comedy club and it's thursdays at what time it's thursdays at seven o'clock and we start tonight oh my gosh i'm so excited the premiere is tonight um so make sure to get your tickets they're only 80 kroner we have a fantastic lineup this is just you know some of your old favorites and some of your new favorite comedians trying out new material it's gonna be really fun it's at a place called folk parkin mm-hmm. have you ever been there yeah, before great food mm-hmm. uh we actually have a deal on burger and beers 165 kroner that's a good price for them definitely because a lot of their food is also okay. more on the high, high end, end. <laughs> of, of barbecue uh, but so it's going to be amazing. So please come and follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook at Blue School. But I even made a website. Amazing. Look at you. <sighs> it was exhausting. Overachiever. Yeah. And then I would also say that this week we only have one favorite thing. And that is our live pod next week. Ah! I'm We're so, so excited. excited. We're super excited to get to see all you fuck ups in person because you have to be completely deranged to listen to us. So. Uh, come up to us, say hi. Uh, we'll see you there at Shigehunger Fam on Thursday, the fifteenth, starting at five o'clock. I am already looking forward to a cocktail. Oh my god, we're gonna start drinking at like four. We're gonna be drunk when you arrive. <sighs> woo-hoo! I, yeah, woo! <laughs> we're gonna have a great time. Well, thank you so much for listening yeah. again. And oh my gosh, we are um, we're nearing ten episodes. We're I almost know. there. We are. Maybe we'll have some fun announcements at the live pod about any milestones that we've reached. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Okay, well, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Fuckers. Oh, that was dark. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good episode. It was a weird episode. That was chaotic. (laughs) So many reasons. It was all over the fucking place.